Hey guys, it's Ed, and it is Blind Item Day. This is probably the very last episode that's ever going to be recorded here in the um, now temporary Drunk Gossip Studios. Um, so, it's been a great run um, in these studios, but I'm really looking forward to recording in our new digs because um, there's more room. Uh, we'll be able to do the vlog in there. And I, I'm just really excited about the the move and everything associated with that. Um, so you didn't come here to hear about moving or anything like that. You came here to hear some blind items. And I'm not going to disappoint you without further ado. The first one comes from um, via Blind Gossip. But it's not a blind gossip blind. Um, it's from Olivia Newton-John herself. And here is what it says. In her new memoir, Don't Stop Believin', Olivia Newton-John tells the story of how she met and dated a mysterious Hollywood legend. She met him in a coffee shop. He was a Hollywood bad boy legend with a long list of girlfriends. He asked her out. Olivia lied and said she had a boyfriend. Not too long after our coffee shop encounter, he ended up dating a friend of mine, actress Susan George. Sometime later, Olivia Newton-John was staying with her sister Rona and Susan George at the Beverly Wilshire Hotel. The bad boy called their hotel room. Rona picked up the phone. Bad boy asked to speak with Susan George. Susan was out. Bad boy asked to speak with Olivia. Bad boy asked Olivia if she would go out with him. This time she agreed. She says that the bad boy was her first major movie star boyfriend, but she won't name him. His name, I'll never tell. She won't tell, but she will tease it to sell her new book. So, there are any number of men this could be. Um, the li- and the list is a who's who of Hollywood. Um, Andy Gibb, Peter Sellers, Keith Moon, Rod Stewart, Warren Beatty. Um, Burt Reynolds. But the one that everyone seems to... Uh, the one that everyone seems to focus on, and it's probably the one that we should be looking at, is Warren Beatty. Warren is a well-known womanizer. And... Uh, recently, recently being relative here, um, I'm trying to, I'm thinking it was in like 2015 or 16, I think there was another allegation that he cheated on his wife, um, Annette Benning. And... Part of why I think that this could be the case, why it could be Warren Beatty, is Annette Bening is in Captain Marvel, which is a hot, hot, hot movie right now. Um, number one worldwide, made like $455 million. So all the ingredients are there that would point me towards thinking that it's Warren Beatty. Um... I'm a little confused as to why Olivia decided not to name this person. 
it, it doesn't sound like it was a anything bad happened or you know anything that was would possibly get her sued for libel. E- either a she's embarrassed of that time in her life um for whatever reason and she's trying to keep it a secret or b it's it's an antidote that's not true and she's only she's only telling it because she thinks there needs to be a sexy hook to get people to buy the buy the book I don't think it's the second. I really do think it's the first. Um, There could always be more to the story that she's not telling us. But again, I go back to, don't write a book. Don't don't say you're going to tell us your story if you're not going to tell us your story. Fault and all. And that's what I truly believe. Um, when When you're writing a book, you can't just pick and choose the parts that you want to tell people you have to show them everything and speaking of showing things I'm going to show you I'm going to go and I'll be right back and I'm back so this blind I'm even surprised myself to be honest um it's it's not something that I typically would read or even consider but this one is just so funky and fresh and it's it's really fun for me to see Ann Coulter and Donald Trump turn on each other the only thing that would be better is if they were actually in the same room making these swipes at one another but for now we're just gonna have to accept that they're they're doing it via social media. Um, and just pray one day that these two actually get in a room in a boxing match or something. Anyways, um, this comes from Ann Coulter's Twitter uh, via Blind Gossip. It's called Ann Coulter on Harvard Boy. Which top president? <coughs> Excuse me. Which top presidential advisor could be in hot water over his father buying his Harvard admission sooner than he'll be indicted by Mueller? And this is this is obviously Jared Kushner. I mean, and the shade's not even, the shade is not even trying to be hidden. So, I mean, I, so the, the college library scandal is, is bad. I think we can all agree to that. Um. I think we can all also agree that um, if it's just the parents that did it, if the kids had had no idea, um, then they shouldn't be held accountable. However, 
If they didn't know, then we need to take a look at what are what the kids are being taught and make sure that we're instilling in them right from wrong. Now, Jared Kushner, from everything I've read, has always been a lost cause when it comes to good and bad. Um, around New York, he, it is notoriously known that he's kind of the bad apple, so to speak. Um, and... I mean, you you can't mention really the name Kushner without people rolling their eyes. And I don't believe it's because New York is liberal. Uh, because as far as people really know, technically Kushner and Ivanka both are liberals. Or at least not as conservative as as some people. I mean, even Trump himself was a Democrat for a very long time. And the fact that he chose to run as a Republican really confounds some people. And the fact that Ann Coulter endorsed him for as long as she did really says something. You know, because she she's so anti-liberal. That she, you know, she, I think she's the one who coined the term libtard. And, you know, she's, you know, so anti-PC. So the only thing I can think of is that Donald Trump started his campaign by insulting brown people and that made her wet. (laughs) And I guarantee you I'm going to get a text from Mandy yelling at me for saying that. So I'm going to say sorry in advance, Mandy. And, um, damn it, Taylor Swift. (laughs) That might actually help get me out of trouble with that line. And before I get into any more trouble, I'm going to go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So this next line is all about making money. And not in the hooker way. (laughs) I I could not think of better way to say that um anyways it comes from blind gossip and it says while the sun shines and it says once a singer or rapper becomes famous they think that it will last forever this rapper is smarter than that she is not taking her time and sitting back and being picky about what she's going to do next quote her goal is to have more money than rival rapper she is taking every opportunity that comes her way because it could all end tomorrow. Want to pay her a few hundred K to show up to do a couple of songs at some stupid party? Done. Want her to promote your stupid product for cash? Done. She doesn't care as long as she gets paid. She says, I'm going to make bank while the sun shines. That's cute. Not exactly the traditional expression, but hey, it works. And so does she. Somebody give that girl a money bag. So this is clearly Cardi B. Because the girl is doing everything. Um, She's doing a... 
um, a, a Carnival cruise ship, um, a Carnival cruise with Post Malone and uh, DJ Khaled. Um, she is doing a tour with somebody. She has a single that just hit. Uh, a single was Maroon 5 that just had a milestone, like, for longevity. I mean, really, Cardi is everywhere. And here's, here's the twist of this. I'm a Nicki fan. As you all know, I love my Nicki Minaj. Um, and I always had attitude with Cardi because... Um, she... First of all, it seemed like she was coming for Nicki, and... You just don't do that, but Mary T sent me straight on that. Um, but um, you know, I I I really respect her work ethic and. I really respected Kathy Griffin's... Well, I really respect Kathy Griffin's, too. These women are not shy about taking work, and they're not shy about why they take work. Um, you know, they they know that at some point their earning power is going to start to decrease. And they want to make sure that they have as much money as they possibly can socked away for when that day comes. That way they can continue to support themselves... And not have to resort to whatever, you know, they don't have to resort to um, selling themselves or begging for work. And I think that needs to be admired. And I wish more celebrities did it, like Tori Spelling. You know, she actually could have had a pretty decent career going, um... She had Nana Twinnell, um, and then she had Trick. She would have, if she had just continued that transition into an indie actress and just appeared in a few independent movies, she probably would have been fine. But then she started getting greedy and thinking she was bigger than what she was. And I think that was a huge issue. Um, but, you know, like Kathy Griffin, she, she had My Life on the D-List, and then she transitioned to her talk show, and then she's, ever, ever since the talk show didn't really take off the way they had hoped it would, she's not blamed anyone. She just went back to comedy. She does her comedy special. She does her comedy tour. Um, she wrote a book. Um, you know. And she's not regulated to playing herself in some cheesy sitcom. And I kind of think the same thing's going to happen with Cardi B. You know, she's going to continue to do what she loves to do and what she's good at. But she's not going to be regulated to... Appearances here and there, um, or you know, oh, let's try out Cardi B for 
first, um, not a sample, but a, a guest appearance on a song. Just because. Because a girl doesn't need it. And hopefully Nikki figures shit out. Because I love my Nikki and I really hope she... She sits down and figures out her life. And speaking of, I'm going to go figure out my life and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So this next blind um, is coming to us from Blind Gossip as well. Um, and it, it's dealing with addiction. So be warned, if, if that's not a subject that you wish to hear about, you might want to skip this segment. Alright, this is called The Victim Angle. Again, it's from Blind Gossip. Once again, she's the victim. She was doing so well in her recovery until those awful friends crept back into her phone and her life and got her back into that partying lifestyle. She was doing so well in her recovery until that awful drug dealer provided her with bad drugs. She was doing so well in her recovery until that awful boyfriend was such a bad influence that he caused her to relapse. She's obviously the victim here. Again, right? Well, her team took her old phone so the bad influences could not reach her. They gave her a new number with a clean slate of contacts and instructed her to ghost the bad friends if they tried to contact her. She's the one who added the toxic friends and the drug dealers back on there. And she was instructed not to date anyone. She was not in any sort of emotional state to begin new, to begin a new and stable relationship. She ignored this guideline because she thinks she is smarter than everyone else and can handle it. And she stupidly chose someone who couldn't maintain his own sobriety, never mind help her maintain hers. Have you noticed the narrative of the articles about her relapse? Bad friends, bad drug dealer, bad boyfriend, it's all their fault. She is the victim here. Once again, I'm pretty sure that this is supposed to be Demi Lovato. Um, the only thing that makes me question is I did a Google search on it. And she does indeed, Demi Lovato does indeed talk about her um, sobriety. And she was talking about how March 15th would have been her seven year um, sober anniversary. Um, had she not relapsed um, last year and was probably the biggest entertainment story of the year. Um, And allegedly, she broke up with her boyfriend, Henry Levi, or Levy, however you want to say it. And so they broke up. And now it's looking very much as though um, she went back to rehab, which it's not looking like that. She actually did go back to rehab. Um, <coughs> it would not be an episode without me coughing. Um, I, I didn't see any of the blaming, though. But I didn't actually read any of the articles except for one. Um, And that was just about her Instagram story where she talks about how she's grateful she had the six years 
Um, she doesn't... And I think this is really interesting wording. Maybe I'm taking it wrong. But it was something like, I don't regret relapsing because now I have that experience. And I don't... Maybe this is just me, but I don't think that that's necessarily a great thing. I mean, great. You know, I'm very happy that she's taken care of. That, um, you know, she's learning her lesson. And relapsing is nothing to be embarrassed about. Um, I don't think you should take pride in it, but the shaming, I think, I I think the shaming needs to, um, I think the shaming really needs to stop. Um, you know, I, I, I'm very lucky I'm not an addict. I've, I've somehow avoided that curse. Not everyone in my family is as lucky as I am. Um, But I I don't take it for granted. And someone who I once dated is in recovery right now. And he's slept up a couple times. And I think the, the thing is, is we don't need to make addicts feel bad about themselves. But sometimes I do think we need to give them some tough love. And it's a balancing act. And that's, I guess that's what I'm trying to say is, relapsing is not great, but it's not the end of the world and we need to give them the love and respect. But we also need to let them know, hey, like, come on, stop acting like that, like, Let's let's go get back to NA or AA or whatever group it is that they're part of. And I'm going to climb down off my soapbox now. And I'm going to go and I will be right back. And I'm back. So we're going to end this episode with a blind about a couple. A thick couple. I don't know why I did. I said it like that. I thought. I think in my head I thought it was going to be cuter than what it actually was. Um, here we go. It's called The Healthy Fakes. It comes from Blind Gossip. And it says, About a month ago, we started receiving a strange series of emails. They were from several different senders, but they were uh, they were obviously all written with one goal in mind. To get us to run a blind item about how madly in love this young male movie actor is with this completely unknown girl. Since we know the quote-unquote history of the actor, we knew that he was not in love with any girl. And, And this girl was such a random choice. Lo and behold, guess which story just popped up on the surface? Famous actor is in love with an unknown girl. Oh, please. This story is about is as about as true as him slipping in a puddle. But she will be around for a while. We finally found out what's going on. She wants to be famous. He wants to rebrand himself as a uh, fitness wellness icon. That is what this pairing is about. She will be positioned as the person who picked him up from the hospital and is helping him to heal and recover from his health issues. They're a team, bro. 
Look for the new couple to spend the next few months getting sweaty and running around, half-dressed, half and flexing like a couple of fitness models. You'll be seeing a lot of that, along with stories about how much they motivate each other during workouts and encourage each other to eat right, to take care of their health, etc. And of course he will fall in love with her during their journey. Maybe even score some deals with some wellness fitness brands. Hey, at least this whole wellness fitness love fest is better than him drowning himself in a big old pile of, co of cocaine. Yes, we went there. So here, the answer is, I, they haven't solved it, obviously, otherwise I wouldn't be reading it. But the answer is, Zach Efron and Sarah Bro. And here's the thing, okay, the, one of the reasons why I love blind gossip is sometimes their blinds are super duper hard. And you kind of have to jigsaw puzzle it together. And, you know, you have to be really looking for the subtle clues. And other times, they beat you over the head with the answer. And... And that is... Um, that... That's what happened here. They're, they're literally just being over the head with the answer. Um, for those of you that don't remember, a couple years back, Zac Efron um, was rushed to the hospital allegedly because he slipped in a puddle of water and broke his arm. Um, and that was one of the clues. Um, when they say... They're a team, bro. Um, the girl that he's allegedly dating, Olympic swimmer Sarah, bro. And I don't know why I said like, like I have to give her a title before I say her name. Um, but in the case, bro is obviously her last name. Um, in, in this case, I don't know. Obviously, they're not upset about them doing a fake relationship. That's standard Hollywood practice. I don't know if they're upset that um, Zac Efron's team tried to bring them in and get them to be um, part of... A part of this, like part of the con. Or if they're upset... Um, that their email was inundated with a bunch of fake tips. Uh, that, that's not an answer that I can easily give you. Um, but, you know, if you, what's been happening with Zac Efron lately, and I, I, I've kind of started noticing is, for a very long time, he wouldn't show any skin. Like, him taking off his shirt was a big deal. Um, and then in High School Musical 3, he did the shower scene. Now, you know, of course he was covered and you've only seen his chest. But that was a big step. And then after movie after movie of his failed to ignite at the box office, 
he started wearing less and less clothes. Um, that awkward moment, he lays across the toilet, purportedly with his hard dick pointed into the bowl. But you get to see the side view of his butt. And then in Dirty Grandpa, you see his ass. And people are always trying to say, oh, you know, that's not his real, that's not really him, that's his butt double. No. Sweeties, come on now. Unless there's technology that I don't know about that makes someone the same height and look exactly like Zac Efron, I don't buy it. Because his face and his butt are shown in the same in the same clip. Or in the same, you know what I mean, the same frame. And it's not just, oh, it's very similar. It's, it's Zach. But that's going to do it for me for today. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. And until tomorrow when we come to you live from our new Drunk Gossip Studios. I just had to have an Oprah moment. Um, I'm going to lift my martini glass and say cheers.